and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. You'll laugh. And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. G'day. And Matt Bradshaw. Oh, g'day. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Matty. G'day, mate. What do you got? Well... Uh, that, that was. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to show that to everyone. It's my tray of incense that's not burning, so it would have distracted me. I would have been sitting there and I'd be going, Why aren't you burning? Yeah, right. And now it's How do you sleep when you're incense burning? <sighs> I don't know. Is that the first draft of the lyric, you reckon? <laughs> midnight you're, also? You're the king of the first draft, aren't you? I think everything has a first draft. Yeah. Sometimes the only draft. Yeah, I had a couple of beers last night, actually. Yeah, Speaking draft of draft. beers? Uh, no, well, uh, uh, I was at the Bavarian in Knox. Ah. Jade and I went to the movies. How did you bear it? <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? <laughs> How did I bear it? Yeah, Bavarian Bav- bear. Ba- what's yeah. a Bavarian bear? I've not heard that. No. Oh, it's, well, a Bavarian bear is from Bavaria. Yeah, but come on, dude. It's, it's not a, a known thing. It's a bit. Bavarian bears are real. Yeah, but they're not known for... They're not like koala bears. They're not gnomes. <laughs> Neither are koalas. How much can a koala bear? <laughs> Bavarian bear, like, that's not like a grizzly bear or a brown bear or a circus bear. They're no, not... they're bears from Bavaria. Yeah, but they're not a thing. They're not a breed. Yeah, that's species. my point. They're not a... No. So, why did you say it? Because <laughs> they do have them in Bavaria. Bavaria... <laughs> A Bavaria bear walked into a bar and went, took a big chunk out of the bar and said, I'll have a pint of beer, thanks. And the publican said, we don't serve your kind here. He said, what? Drug addicts. I'm not a drug addict. He said, yeah, I just saw that bar bitch wait. I was still grappling with the fact that the word bar... Bear and beer were all in the setup of that joke. <laughs> I was trying to get to the punchline, but it didn't no, it was include. Hard work. Yeah. Sorry, Barbie apologize. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, now you know why I don't tell jokes very often. Because the oh, only you- ones I remember are like that. Yeah, your, your jokes are mostly dad jokes. Yeah. In fairness. Yeah. So, and that's I'm okay with that. Yeah. They're nicer than the ones I tell. Mine are all very off colour. What are yours, dirty uncle jokes? <laughs> <laughs> A bit dirty. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, tell me some later. Nah. Really? Nah, too dirty for you. You're too nice. Oh. You're too nice for this world. <laughs> I'm too nice for this world. I you agree. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Which world should I be in? So, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day about worlds. Oh, God. you got <laughs> a fucking girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus. And um, <laughs> so, we were talking about, it was one of those weird kind of uh, conversations that started off and one way and then quickly went somewhere else. She's talking, because she, she rings me up. She goes, um, does anything really, really weird happen in the house often? I'm like, no. Like, what? She's because the TV is changing channels, dog's going crazy. <laughs> like, it's, I can't watch the television because it's, it's all over the joint. And I'm like, well, I don't, know. I don't think there's a ghost in the house. Like, I don't know. So then we started talking about 
then later on when I'd come home, we started talking about the idea of ghosts and whether ghosts are real or whether, you know, it could be like infinite realities and atoms being, you know, like atoms and molecules being in different places at the same time. How long have you guys been together? uh, Well, not long enough for her to be completely annoyed by the way I would take a conversation about ghosts and turn it into... It's just not long enough for you to be having conversations (laughs) like that. You should just be having sex all the time still. Sometimes we have sex. (laughs) (laughs) I think they should be the only atoms colliding. (laughs) You're blushing. I'm blushing. Brilliant. Damn, this is the first time. No, this is probably the third time I've thought, I wish we weren't filming this podcast. (laughs) I'm going to make it black and white. Okay, so uh, did we get to the end of that story? No, no, it's just we're thinking about, like, you know, the the quantum dynamics of how things work in the universe and how we don't really know how things work in the universe and the idea that people think ghosts exist or the spirit world exists or something like that. Maybe it's just that there are an infinite amount of realities that are crossing over all the time and it's not a ghost. It's actually another version of something else. Man in the High Castle. Mm. Tell them about that. Oh, it's a book which they made into a TV series and they've done two series and they just released series three and I'm very much looking forward to watching it. Is it as in released it all at once or is it episode? No, it's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Because it's on uh, Amazon. It's an Amazon one. Oh. Which I kind of a bit... Why can't they get together? So these streaming services, the Netflix, the... So what, there's only three, really, isn't there? There's Netflix, Amazon. In Australia. And, yeah. Stan. Stan. They're the ones that are making... I didn't know Amazon was a streaming service here. Yeah. Well, it's not. No, you have to. I mean, it's not... You have to have an account. Yeah. The same as you do with Netflix and Stan. Yeah. Yeah. But you can... Anyone anyone around the world. They're not... They're not... Um, as far as I know, they're not limiting their region stuff. You can just anyone anywhere can have an account. Right. There you go. As far as I understand, I just set one up, so huh? that was easy. But it's kind of like you and I have, have had a conversation before. You know, years ago when uh, you know they were turning all of the cinema projectors into digital projectors, and I was like, why can't the cinema distribution companies just get together and make their own version of? Netflix, mm. like the record companies, why can't they just do their own version of Spotify mm. or Apple Music or whatever it is? It's, like it doesn't – is it just that they can't get together and have a, convers- a cooperative conversation? Because this way what has to happen is I have to have three separate accounts mm. to access all that stuff. Mm. It's like why not charge me – all right, so the $10 a month, why not charge me $30 a month to have access to all three? Mm. But in one place. In one place. Yeah. Just annoying. Yeah. Is it just that we're going through a transitional technological stage? That's part of it. And Absolutely. Because eventually Apple is just going to buy everything, aren't they? And just put it all under one roof. Or Apple or Amazon. Will they? Or Facebook mm. or one of those big companies is just going to go, eh, you know what? This is annoying for consumers and it's annoying for us, so. Yeah, well, they won't change because it's annoying for consumers. <laughs> well, I, well I, think it, I think a company like Amazon or a company like Apple probably is more likely to do things that are 
uh, user friendly. User friendly because yeah, they, yeah, they, that, they that makes sense because they they tend to have the user experience at the core of what they do as opposed to the money making experience. Because what they do is they create a simple, easy user. Yeah, one user follows ex- the other. Easy, you know, user experience. And we all go, well, oh. that works. And even like, so I used to be a PC user and I used to have a an Android phone. And at the time, they were so clumsy and clunky that when I went, oh, I'll try Apple. And they were great. Mm. So now I've stuck with Apple. And I'm not even. I haven't even got into the mind space of trying something else because the thing that I've got just works all the time. So I, you know, maybe, and everyone who's, or not everyone, but lots of people who transitioned over to, the, the new version of PCs. Like you know, they've done so much work to get them up to scratch, and Android phones just swear by them. But I've had such a good experience. Hmm. Why would I change? So if they continue to make, basically, what I mean is. I'm still influenced by the fact that the things I use work. Yeah, 100%. That so makes perfect sense. No point changing. Um, unless there is. I, I only started using Macs because the audio software I used was bought out by the Logic. Apple. Yeah. Yeah, Logic was bought out by eMagic was bought out by Apple and they stopped making updates for PC. So I remember when and, we used to live together in the back room and we had our little PC towers. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're noisy. Oh, fuck, yeah, they were. <laughs> hmm. Um, what else then? So now my girlfriend and I uh, have conversation about other things because we worked out that there's no such thing as ghosts. It's things from other dimensions. So that was what was changing the channels? I don't know. Confusing. I mean, it could have just been a... Oh, here's what it could have been. Um there were power outages all around the suburbs around us. So there could have been like a spike of electricity current so. or something like that. It's never happened with you here, though. Never happened with me here. No. You I had someone staying at my house one error, night. You reckon? Well. I'm likely to do this kind of thing and just like, right, unplug everything from the wall, plug it back in, and it usually works. But she did say she did that. I've turned everything off at the wall. Because <clears throat> we had that issue with my... Um, uh, on s- last Wednesday or Sunday, we did a oh, gig, yeah. and my guitar pedal freaked out. And so then I um, basically tried a bunch of things, and then unplugged it for a minute from the actual unit, mm-hmm. turned it off, and it reset. It was fine. I haven't had a problem since. Hmm. So electricity is trickery. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we get more and more comp- complex bits of electronic gizmology in our worlds, and that's that's there's more potential for pitfalls and failures. What do you think about that? But what about the... Yes. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, weird... St- I don't think weird stuff happens in my house, but I had someone staying at my place one night and... so what I've heard. I think I got a... <laughs> well, I wasn't there. So I think I was at work and she'd gone to bed and... I think... I, I can't actually remember now. Rang me in a panic or messaged or when I got... Or waited at least till I got home and said like the front door just... The front doorbell just started ringing incessantly and she's panic stricken that someone was trying because it was late it was like yeah. midnight it just doesn't yeah but intruders don't ring the bell well that is true unless they're trying to get in through another part of the house I was about to say get in through the back door but I knew you'd go mm, get in through uh, the back I door not <laughs> um, yes you might have hmm. yeah so maybe they're trying to distract you <laughs> yeah maybe I mean I've, I've seen so many <clears throat> one of those kind of detective type stories now on Netflix 
that if someone's ringing the front doorbell, I'm more likely to go out the back just to check that no one's trying to distract me and break in hmm. through the back door. Oh, look out. That's you. That's me. Sorry, folks. That's actually Ivan. Uh, Ivan listens to this podcast all the time. Is he listening in real time? Well, I, Is this coming out live? No, but I also just uh, couldn't say podcast. <laughs> I don't oh. know if you heard. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. I was going to let you. I'll call him back later. All right, then. Uh, I was going to ask you about something to do with... No, all right. I'll, that'll come back to me. I don't know yes. what it was now, but that's okay. Um, I recently started listening to a new podcast. Speaking of podcasts, my friend David Griffith has just bought the Royal Mail in Spencer Street, West Melbourne. Royal Mail Hotel. Yes. Yep. God, I, too, I was like, wow. I mean, I know that in- I know that the UK is selling off all their public services Stop and it. privatising everything, but I didn't think it got to that point. So he and his mate Damo... So your name eludes me, have got a new podcast called The Cool Room. Yeah. Which is pretty good. So uh, the la- the first two episodes, um, which are basically pilot episodes. In fact, the first one, I don't think they'd, <laughs> they'd named it yet. Are you making fun of my speech impediment? No. No. Just yeah. whenever someone says pilot, I just envision. I do that with stuff. Do you? Yeah. I just, I hear the word and then hear a rhyming word and then I go, <laughs> that sounds like that. Yeah. So I that's think, a pirate episode. I think if someone says pilot to me, I immediately think of um, the autopilot in um, Flying High. Ah. You know, the, the inflatable one. No. I, I don't remember it. I, 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 Dude! No, it's, it's a, one of those movies that was on so often when I was, a, uh, I guess, a child slash teenager that I never actually watched it properly. <sighs> yeah. Apologies. Fool, you've missed out. And just so you're aware... I didn't miss your pilot whale pun. Oh, that's okay. right. So, uh, so the first two episodes, I, as I was saying <clears throat> before, I was so rudely interrupted by a pod, not cast, but whales of there. Yeah. Of. All right. You thing. schooled me. <laughs> um, I think in the pilot episode, they still hadn't even decided what it was going to be called. And then the second pilot episode, pilot episode part. Two, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they've decided they called it the call room. You should look it up. Um, so they are going to be. Their plan is much like this one that has never happened very often: is to get guests on every episode and have a chat to them. Yep, and just chatting about alcohol and drinking. It's oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be and worth a listen because they're they're yeah. pretty entertaining guys. Cool. They've done podcasts before. They've got they've got a wrestling podcast they've been doing for a couple of years that I have. Um, Told David I'm going to listen to. And, Microphones and get away. <laughs> um, and uh, well, it's arm wrestling, so it's okay. They put it in between. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't care about wrestling, so I kind of want to support him because he's a mate of mine. But uh, it's hard to. Well, do you know what? That's um. But I like drinking. I like wine and beer. That's fair enough. Oh, I have two things to say. One about getting. Plus, I'm going to play at his pub. So getting guests on your podcast, it's really hard to organise. Fuck yeah, it is. Um, I think one of the reasons I decided to do the sustainable creative show was because and it was a, a few reasons. Uh, but one of them was how hard it is just for you and I to be in the same place at the same time, mm. let alone uh, add a third or mm. fourth person. And for the same reason that so many bands break up. Well. Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. Why is that? Just trying to get everyone on the same page. Like a four-way marriage. 
it's hard enough to get two people to stay together, let alone try to get three or four or five people to stay together. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. I mean, there is the same, advantage. Same, but different is what I'm saying. Okay. Mm. There is the advantage with a podcast that's just for one show. Yes. For the guests. Yes. I mean. I'm drawing a parallel as distinct from an, an, a direct analogy. Ah, so it could be Ghost. This is a <laughs> quantum leap. <coughs> really like that show. Never saw it. Uh, it was good. We've already mentioned it on a previous podcast. Mm. I don't remember which one. <laughs> How would we? <laughs> so many episodes, dude. Is this dude. 79? Episode 79. This is. 69. Dude. Is this 69? Is this 69, dude? Shit. I was going to do it. You aren't wearing your Wild Stallions thing. Don't let me go, 69, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Got some cat on It is really hard. And even, uh, like, I've been organising to do my other podcasting thing with a guest. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's a huge... It's actually way more work than I thought it would be. Way more work. Because um, people are busy. And they don't have the same schedule as you do. No. Who would imagine? Um, but also, uh, what I wanted to ask you about, because uh, you said, you know, I want to support a mate, tell us about the supporting of a mate project you had last week, which oh. was uh, Reese Let's Cancer Fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Saturday, the 6th of October, we we organised a fundraising event for Reese. We've spoken about him on the podcast before. And, I, and I'm sure many of the people who listen to this uh, have seen the band play and G-Force and all that With Reese in it. With Reese in it. Yeah. Dom, at the moment, has been covering for Reese because Reese hasn't been well enough to come and play with us. Um, so, yeah, we had a really successful, really quite successful event on Saturday for him. Dom was on the door along with oh, his cool story girlfriend, Cat. Yes, yes, yes. They know I've got a girlfriend. Yeah, they fucking do. Yes. God, it's every third She's sentence. in the house right now. We're not having sex. <laughs> she she's, she's in the house right now and we're not having sex. Either. <laughs> Gosh. She listens to this, by the Gosh. way. Gosh. Yes. Well, she'd be pleased to know, won't she? Yeah, she will. I mean, the door is locked. I mean, you did tell her that when she comes <laughs> home to be quiet, it would be I a shame. I did not say that. It would she be said. a shame if she thought she had to be quiet so she didn't disturb I us. Did not. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, you She didn't. offered. She did. She offered. Um, she offered tell us more. Your honour, your offer. What? <laughs> Get oh. back on track, mate. What would you... <laughs> Reslet. What else would you like to know? Um... So let's, what, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You had a vision of what you wanted to do for the fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And how did that come together? And what was different about your expectation of it coming together and the Don't reality of putting it together? sustainable creative in me. Oh, um, I'm asking, I'm interested. I'm no, really interested you, yeah, because you're, you're, you're spent, asking the, um, the leading questions. Yeah, you spent a lot of time, well, you spent, a crazy amount of time organising it and I imagine that um, you probably had an idea of how it would go and then there was how it actually went so I'd never had the uh, impetus to organise anything like that like a charity event fundraiser type thing before Um, but you've done enough of them to know yeah I guess so you've seen enough of how those things mm, work yeah yes and no so couple of things i think fall into play there one is that um what my parents have both had cancer uh because my when i've spoken to a couple of people about this my initial thing has been this is this is the closest i've been to someone who's gone through this sure that's strictly speaking that's not true 
except that my parents both got through it. So that's the difference. Yeah. They didn't get a terminal diagnosis, which Reese's mm. had has been given. So that changes the game a bit because <clears throat> cancer is a big, scary word. Uh, and you and I have certainly spoken about the word and people's reaction to it in the past, you know, that um, until you until you know, like the word in and of itself puts the fear of God into people. But there's so many different manifestations of what that word means. It's not necessarily the end of things. And, you know, it's it's all different sorts of stuff. Yes. Um, Reese's situation is different to that. And, you know, there's no kind of no point in dwelling on it too much. But my reaction to it was even when I was talking to him about it, we would get together and it would be me asking him, so what's happened today or what's going on this week? Who have you seen? Get those answers. And then we move on to other stuff. We start talking about Kiss and we talk about football and we talk about music. Kiss and music being two different things. <laughs> um, and Reese talks about football. Yeah. Well, I like to. Yeah, I want, I want to engage him about things that he wants to engage in. Yeah. Shut up. Right. So, you're a good mate. <laughs> um, but the other part of my reaction to it is just, I explained this to a couple of people from my perspective of, you know, the old trope about um, uh, guys and girls and relationships together. And girls just want someone to listen to them and boys want to get in and fix stuff. And the conflict that happens therein, the girl's kind of saying, I, I don't I don't need you to, I don't need you to fix this. I just need you to listen to me. Um, my reaction to Reese's situation, I think, was very much a practical boy thing of like, what do we do to, like, here's this information. Here's the situation. Like, what do we, what can we do about this? I actually can't do anything about it other than kind of forge ahead and do something practical and tangible. And so I think that was what my reaction to it was. And I think that's why I immediately thought we need to do something. So in in its initial stages, it was <clears throat> going to be based around music, being that, that that's Reese's life. You know, he is a professional musician, you know, started playing when he was 16 years old, um, runs a music school with 380 students. Um, so... But beyond that, didn't wasn't really sure, and it it just kind of kept forming as the as I had the conversations with with myself more than anything. Um, uh, as far as the actual practical application of what happened, um, Becky, our friend Becky, my daughter's mum, Becky, um, was instrumental in being able to help me put the pieces together. In so far as so, how does the silent auction run, and what? Okay, yeah, because right. she's done lots of fundraising lots and for lots of fundraising. musicals, uh, yeah. things that she's done. And she's a, well, a primary school teacher and they do all that kind of stuff. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of spokes in a wheel that puts that, you know, that is a, a charity event, obviously. Um, but a lot of people volunteered. Like a lot of people volunteered their time and help on the day, you and Kat, for a start. But so many people kind of came together or with a with a common goal of just trying to do something, just trying to do some good, trying to make some love. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I might ask you, do you think that your 
um, part of the, the reason why you felt like it was a really good thing to do is because, you know, when you when people you're close to go through something and you, you feel like you, you've got to do some kind of processing for yourself um, and there's an element of, well, I don't, like, I can't do anything because I'm not, I'm not a doctor and, you know, this particular diagnosis is not one of those things that, hey, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do some treatment and see how we go. Mm. This is, uh, I think there's an element of it where you went, well, I'm going to have to come to terms with this in, in, in some way or is, was that a bit deeper down or, or more along the lines of, no, let's just, like you said, like I said, no, let's I think, it's the, I think it was problem. the last thing. I think it was just the, the fucking let's just knuckle down and do something. Yeah. Let's just look like we're yeah. doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it really. So I today, just before I came here, one of the reasons I was late to come and see you today was I just wanted to write a um, a bit of a follow up post. And you wouldn't I don't think you would have had the opportunity to read it no. yet even. So I wrote a follow up post on the event page, just once again, acknowledging <laughs> brackets, I hope, close brackets, all the people um, who are involved as far as donating goods and services for the auction and. <clears throat> volunteers on the day and all that sort of stuff I just I think I've I've been to charity events and I've seen charity events where um, maybe those people don't get acknowledged as much they're not doing it for the acknowledgement yes. but I think it's really nice to just pay that stuff forward this is a very this was a very personal one too this is I mean lots of charity things um, are a big wide cause they're not yes. for one yeah, person yeah, yeah. in particular you know they're a like, cancer yeah research fundraiser event yeah. or something or, like or that. they yeah. or they are um they're done in memoriam like so yeah they're, they're done you know post a, yes, a tragedy course. or something like that and yeah so it's not often that you get to kind of honor the person so yeah so what i wrote as well as once again, acknowledging everyone who was involved in the the organisation and all that, and and the donation of stuff, and we, you know, it was incredible. the The number of gifts we were given to auction was pretty incredible, and the gifts alone raised about ten thousand dollars. Amazing, uh, fucking incredible. Yeah. Like really quite amazing. So that's that's not ticket sales. That's not the online campaign. That's just the stuff that people gave to be auctioned, which is just quite mind-blowing for me, um, to me. But the thing that I wrote was, uh, yes, we raised all in combination with all the different disparate elements that kind of came together. And the online campaign is still in operation. So that will kind of keep ticking over. I think I set like a 60-day campaign for that. Yeah. Um, so we raised over $30,000, which is pretty amazing. But Moreover, I think even, um, Reese got to physically see the people who were there to support him, to show yeah. their, their love and care for him. Um, like that's, I think that that's was an unfathom uh, unfathomable memory to be able to keep. Yeah. And look, you know what? I think, uh, like I didn't get to see his him getting up to speak because I was on the door, but I did watch it um, the next day, and I felt very much like um, the other thing was like I there there is because I 
play with a band and obviously people would know that I've known Reese for a really long time there's there's a bit of a perception that people think that a a I know what's going on and b that oh, he yeah. and I are close um, and although which is an interesting one for me because it's like well I've known him for for 15 years um, he for a very long time was my go-to when I wasn't available can you fill in for me mm-hmm. and whenever anyone ever asked for a fill-in like it'd be like yeah cool Reese because he's you know he's so good punctual don't get drunk at gigs like he's it, it was just such a great person to pass the number around and he I would say like there would be dozens of people like me who always recommended Reese first over the years um, so there was I think there's a lot of people kept uh, over the last couple of months have been coming to me saying hey have you heard about Reese what's going on with Reese and I'm like I, I don't I don't know um, because we're not we're not super close and the things that I do know I think you know it's not my place to really talk there's a few people that you know I'm close to that are close with him and we've we've chatted about stuff but um, what I thought was great sorry I'm, I'm, I'm taking a long route to uh, no, no, speak no, about that's that but fun. for him to be able to address so you know a room full of people um, and see how many people care but also for people to hear it from him, what his attitude's like, mm. what he has been going through. Like he gave a bit of a chronology of what happened and where they're going that I think it was really great that both parties got that experience. Yep. Because um, I think it's probably the first time that most people had seen him since he stopped playing. Yeah. Uh, since, you know, since or even since he had the surgery to remove his thyroid. Mm. Uh, so... Um, yeah, really, it's really quite a powerful day. Uh, mm. And for everyone who, you know, for everyone who was involved in the, just the helping out, like, you know, the, it was, it, it was a bit interesting. There was such a great vibe and really positive. Uh, it was kind of a bit, a bit exciting that it was, that it had come together and it was, there was such a good vibe. You know, every now and then you would get the reminder of like what, like why we were there. Yep. And you go, God, you know, that's. That's yeah, uh, certainly I made the point in the post that <clears throat> we just, all of us who were there that day got to share in a really kind of nice day Yeah, that was full of kids and friends and, you know, a couple of drinks and some yeah. games and stuff. Like, it, it, it was certainly never intended to be a mournful occasion. I think that would yeah. have been the wrong tone to hit, and I'm really glad that it Yes, yeah. Worked out the way. It, it was a fun, so, like it was a fun day. Yeah, mm. it was great music, really good energy music. Mm. Great music. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny story about I want that you to. day? Um, so, so, Kat and I were on the door, and everyone was coming in, and they had their, you know, they, they either bought tickets or they, there was a lot of people that came and bought tickets on the day. Um, How many walk-ups do you reckon you had? About a close to a hundred. Walk-ups? I think so. You're joking. No, I think so. Holy fuck. Yeah, close to. Okay. Well, well, we, we ended up selling more than 200 tickets online. Yeah, well, I, I, would, I think it was close to 100 because, you know, that would make sense even when we were, we were counting up yeah. the money at the end. Uh, so then you added the, the raffle to it. Holy crap. Yeah, so I think it was close to 100. But one of the people that uh, came up the stairs was Daryl Braithwaite. <laughs> and uh, and so he came up and said, oh, so just uh, 
how much is it? And I said, oh, it's $25. And he said, oh, look, I've only got 20 bucks. I'll just pop downstairs. He's with a couple other people. Then we'll go to the ATM. Came back up. I think he paid for two. As one of his friends was with him or someone. Paid for two. Within three or four minutes of him buying his ticket, he was on stage singing the horses. <laughs> and there was a few people around. And I said, oh, I said, you know, Daryl just bought a t- ticket. And now he's on stage singing the horses. And everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. I said, yeah, if I knew I was going to sing the fucking horses, I wouldn't charge you 50. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it, it went down like that too. The joke went really well, but it was it was so good. Like, how's that? That's a class act, isn't it? To show up and not even say, oh, I'm just here to play. Yep. Like, and not even say, not even deterred by the fact he didn't have the money to cover the ticket. He then went downstairs, bought a ticket, and then went on and played. I was just like, that is it. That's a class act. Yeah. And then at the end of singing his piece with, with Jason Vorher on guitar with him, who's, um, who was instrumental in getting him there as well, uh, um, thanked Reese for having him there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, like great. the epitome of a class act. Yeah. That was really impressive. Yeah. Um, and I've never, <laughs> looking, I've never, you know, I'm not saying that I was expecting anything I would expect him not to be. But I was just like, no, that was not. just such a great, I, I thought he was just showing up to, you know, be supportive. Mm. And it, I didn't have a clue that he was going to play. And uh, and then suddenly I was like, oh, what? He had to go to Soundcheck. He had a gig that night. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we, lots of us had to pile out. At the end. Yeah. Anyway, it was, I just want to say to you, um, I was c- quite overwhelmed when I got there and saw all of the work that you'd clearly done with, and certainly with Becky to and then on the day just it was it was really awesome and uh um well of course bruce's partner jesse may was a big part of it as well um uh you know at three o'clock the night before the event i was picking up all those bidding sheets yeah, from okay. her that she'd put together, put together. yeah <laughs> like just hours and hours hours and hours of work just doing yeah, that yeah um it's it's quite incredible the the all the moving parts that kind of came together. So um, it is. It does uh, give you insight. Like when um, you, you know, you or we, we will do charity events quite often, and we will play at things. And you'll get there, and you'll see, you'll go, "Wow, a lot of work has been put into this thing." And you realise because we, you and I, know people who work for not for profits, and they've got an office of twenty, or they've got an office of thirty people, and like. And those people get paid to work, you know, they mm. get their their job is to do things and organize events and follow up all that kind of stuff because those not for profits um just it's crazy the amount of work that yeah, yeah. goes into organizing stuff. Um and you know, it's crazy the amount of work that goes into organizing practically anything these days. But uh we've already spoken about just doing a podcast and trying to get guests of course, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um uh, but uh there's a lot of stuff in the world. Yeah, there is. Yeah. And it, I think there's an element of, you know, whether it's a podcast or it's organising a charity event, people want to do – people. that shows that um, people like to spend their time doing something that they feel is worthwhile. Hmm. And uh, also people like to support things. And Yeah, I uh, mean, the, the other thing that, that is, is worth considering, I suppose – is that, I mean, I, I think people talk about, um, fuck, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, not news fatigue, 
but you know what I mean. We're just bombarded by yeah, well, yeah, stuff all the time. Yeah. Information overload. Yeah, but <coughs> also the fact that, like, cause overload. Like, my Facebook feed is full of people wanting me to sign their petitions and, um, y- you know, I, I was acutely aware that the earthquake and ensuing tsunami had happened in Indonesia and, you know, wiped out an entire city and, yeah. you know, more than a thousand people had dead and that happened in the few days leading up to the event like there's there's that's just one tiny isolated example i mean just there's a lot of stuff to take our attention there's a lot of stuff that requires financial assistance and people people chose to really dig deep on something like this and like i say you know at at the end of the day um i guess it, it was a fundraiser so it was about the money, but actually it wasn't. It was it was great on so many yeah. levels. It no, didn't no have to be just about the money. It, well, I don't think anyone's memory of, uh, well, certainly lasting memory of Saturday will be how much money was it? I mean, like already like my lasting memory was I didn't get to see Reese's speech and I watched it the next day and I was really, I was really touched by it. And like I said, not just for the reason that, you know, he got to see people but there, mm. were, there were there's potentially people there that won't get to see reese again yeah yeah you I mean, know unless we travelers and stuff yeah yeah unless yeah, yeah. we're able to do something else for for him you know mm. in the long term um who, I, who knows i saw um, reese twice during the day i saw him he at was the start at the top of the stairs and gave him a hug and said you are really fucking brave to be here and there's no way i would have been so well really? done Oh no! Fuck! I couldn't. I couldn't have done it. Well, it's a, it's a hard scenario to imagine. You I might have been to. really disappointed after the fact that I didn't. When someone said, "You know, it was actually a really good day. Like it was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> chilled, and there was bands, and there's a face painter, yeah. and it was all pretty, you know." Yeah. So I might have felt bad about, but I just, I, I couldn't have imagined being potential. I mean, I don't know what it was like for him, as in, really, what it was like for him. But the fact that people would have been seeing him for the first time, that all want to say. I don't know yeah, what exactly. to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is how most people react to terrible news. Well, that's I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't know what to say. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Yeah, I think there's a. I mean, that's probably the the good thing. The good thing about oh, that sounds terrible, but it's the good thing about things like this happening to people you know is that. You actually get to, you actually get to experience things like this, and what I mean by that <coughs> is that, that I was talking to some people last week, saying one of the really powerful aspects of what this situation represents is for most of us, certainly in the musician group. Look, musicians, a lot, you know, the last few years, lots of musicians have passed away, and a lot of that has mental health related and that's a tragedy but it's also been quite a surprise um, but I, you and I have spoken about this before other times it's like we don't get to experience uh, sickness and death very much anymore like compared to generations before us yeah and uh, you know Reese is the first person kind of from our age group and crew to experience something like this, you know, this is this kind of thing that he's got. This is what happens to our parents, 
you know, they're our, our parents' generation. Like they get sick and they get a diagnosis like this, and you know. Uh, so, what I mean by the good thing about it is, is that we get to be reminded that particularly the fun things that we do in our job, you know, we live a great life, right? And we get to have a good time all the time, and uh, you get to be reminded that people that you you have those fun times with. Uh, awful stuff can happen to them as well and to them by that what I mean by that is could be us and because it is one of our crew and that you know it's it's prudent to to not take those things for granted because the way sickness works is you're fine and then you're sick <laughs> and well there's no um there's not a lot of you, you like that there's no transition, is there? Like from that knowledge, like you know, everything's fine, and then everything's not fine, and so you know, we get to potentially you get we get reminded of that, and then we get to say to someone that we we care about or do something nice, uh, do something to show them that they are cared for, because most of our lives we we just go about our lives. We don't get to show people we care for them, other than uh, we just interact. Yep. You know, and there is something about uh, doing good things for people we care about, uh, particularly as a community, that brings us closer together and uh, reminds reminds us that, you know, we're, we're worthy of care and attention. I, I, so, I, when, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, it's great because we need to, I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I think no, there is a, there's a great aspect to it where, you know, Two to three hundred people come together on an afternoon and have a good time to to honor someone that they care about. And one of the great aspects about it being able to happen is Reese is alive to see it. Because you know, like mm. I said, we're about charities. Charities are often organised, and charity events are often organised. You know, post tragedy. Yeah, of course. Um, and so it's good. Yeah. Good button. Yeah. Good button, dude. So uh, I realised how absolutely instrumental you were in organising that and uh, I think a lot of people really appreciate that it happened and so well done to you <laughs> and to your fellow organisers. That's very kind of you. Thank you, mate. Thank you for your help on the day. Oh, it was, it was, it, I, I say it was a pleasure. Not only was it a pleasure to help, but it was a pleasure because there were a lot of people there who, like I said, are coming up the stairs and they didn't know what to expect and I think they were grateful that they got to have that experience because I do think there's a lot of people that don't know what to do, don't know what to say, were really... Uh, yeah. They felt good that someone had provided them a conduit to saying something and doing something. Mm. Uh, and that's hard to put into words as well. You know, when you, you're going through that thing like, what do I say? I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't. That's why I asked you earlier. Do you think it was, you know, doing something like this helped you process it in a, in a certain way? I think probably over time, it, you know, you might be able to reflect back and say, yeah, you Maybe. know, it did. But, you know what I'm like. Yeah, I know what you're like. I'm the superficial deep guy. <laughs> that's not true. No. Yeah. And we had that conversation. Yeah, but I disagreed with you then as well. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I'll have to go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> Uh, let me move on to something else. Cause you know, I turned up today cause it's been, it's, uh, so it's Wednesday today. Yes. And at some point I will sneak off to go to work. Um, 
And I'm going on holidays this Sunday. Yes. For a week. Uh, so, with what has just come before, with the organisation, blah, 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 and then what is about to come with me having a week off, this week has been- it, it, is um has already been busy and compressed and stressful and is likely only going to get more so with now the start of the working week being wednesday to saturday um and lots of things need to be done lots of people need to be paid and (laughs) um lots of invoices need to be sent lots of contracts need to be sent because it's that time of the month for you know spring racing carnival Mm -hmm. events oh yeah uh not events, gigs. I don't do spring racing anything for anyone. I don't book anyone for it. I'll get fucked. So, because I love horses. So. I love all alleys. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, but in amongst all that, um, what about hand washing? <laughs> I've, there's been a little- By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, not watching the video, Matt just said, what about hand washing? Wiped his right hand on my leg and then kind of brushed off. Did I? Yeah. And then brushed my shoulder with his left hand. What about hand washing? Went like this. Did I? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was a little There was a little leap in between there where there was a, a gap that was filled with Germs. other words, <laughs> but not, not necessarily the link, the bridging link that we needed to get from... I've had a really busy week into what about hand washing. I came in today saying I've had a really kind of busy, stressful day um, and I've got nothing to fucking talk about. I haven't prepared anything. And, well, you know, we didn't get to have our weekly production meeting <laughs> where we write the script today, um, this week. <laughs> so, but I realise now I want to talk about hand washing. Excellent. Okay. Only very briefly. Okay. But just I received new information this week. Um, obviously we can all agree that one should wash their hands and you and I go to a lot of men's bathrooms in the course of our work. <laughs> work. <laughs> can I tell them what you once said to me and now I say to you all the time and it cracks, cracks the world up? What? So once upon a time, you and I were overseas. Oh no. <laughs> no, this is, this happened, we were in Germany for the first time this ever happened and Matt and I went to a bathroom at the same time <laughs> and, um, oh. we were, <laughs> We were a few okay. cubicles apart, and there were a few other people in the in the uh, bathroom as well. And Matt just looked over to me and said, "Oh, when you say cubicles, you mean not cubicles? Yeah, yeah not cubicles. What are they called? Uh, we were troughs, troughs, U- urinals, yeah, individual urinals. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. yes, yeah. true." And he looked over and he goes, "Hey, ask cock." <laughs> Which, of course, I thought was hilarious, in particular because there were other people in the room who didn't react at all. But now, whenever we're in the bathroom at the same time, I just say to Matt, nice cock, it doesn't matter who's there. And sometimes people literally wet themselves <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Laugh out. They lol. Yeah, they, they do. They actually lol. They think it's hilarious. Um, you're not the only one who does it to me, by the way, these days as well. I have other friends of mine who say uh, it to me as well. Sam yeah. says it to me. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Funny. <sighs> anyway, lots of boys don't wash their hands. Oh, yes. And I'm, that's uh, true. And I, you know, I'm gone. I greet people and I greet people with a handshake. Like, you yep. know, guys I don't know. Yep. Guys I get introduced to at the pub and bullshit like that. <laughs> bullshit like that. I mean, people love yeah. me and I love meeting people. Um, and then I go to the bathroom and I see all these boys just with their hand on me and then they walk out the door. And it's like, 
I'm never shaking hands with another human ever okay. for the rest of my life because I just don't need that fucking shit in my life. Well, it's probably not shit. No. Who fucking knows, Who knows? dude? Uh, there's a couple. I have a couple of responses to that. I haven't finished yet. Oh, okay. Hand washing. Yes. Okay. Go. So, the rule is, it's a fucking process. It's a process. You got to wet your hands first. <laughs> Just use this probably stuff it. you already know. You got to wet your hands first, then put the soap on. Yeah. So you got to turn the water on, wet your hands, turn the water off so the water's not running, running, running. So this, yes. sing happy birthday twice right. to yourself. Happy birthday, happy birthday. No, I like the happy that. birthday the whole song. song. Yeah, and you can probably use you can probably use either. You can probably use the Paul McCartney one or the um. Or the traditional one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. That might be enough. That's a Stevie Wonder one. Stevie Wonder? Yep. Yep. Um, Any happy birthday song. And then rinse yes. and sing happy birthday twice as well. Right. Now, I said this to Sam, speaking of Sam, and he said, I don't know about twice. I don't think you have to. I think yeah, he's one, a medical. I think once is enough. He's expert. a medical practi- uh, person. Yeah. Expert. Yes. Uh, but anyway, right. it's a fucking process. So I thought you could just like soap it up. He said to me, "No, no, your hands got to be wet, or you don't. It doesn't yeah. spread well yeah. enough. Like yeah. you don't get into all the." It's like they and say. Days. They say, uh, "Don't rinse your chicken uh, before you cook it." No, they say, "Don't count your chickens before it's hatched." No, they say when you buy a chicken, don't. People say, "Oh, I better wash my chicken," but they say, "Don't do that because then that Who actually fucking washes chicken." Like if you get chicken from the deli, yeah, people people will often wash. Anything that's produce. So they'll wash vegetables or wash this or wash that, right? To rinse off germs. But chicken. People do. Calm your farm and your chicken coop, right? And they say, well, don't do that because the germs that are on chicken will just wash off onto your into your sink and your bench and touch whatever else. So just cook it straight away because the cooking will kill the germs. Anyway, back to you washing the hands. No, that's it's all. a process. It's a process, dude. There's no point washing your hands. Oh god. Now I wash go. my hands, right? But there's no point because he, think of it like this, right? In order to, in almost every place, in order to get the soap on your hands in the first place, you have to touch a thing, right? Yeah, increasingly less so. There's a Incre- lot of well, there is, right? Then to turn the tap on in most places, not in most places, you mm. have to touch a thing, which mm. means you therefore have to touch it to turn it off. Yes. Right. Then you have to use a, a hand-blowing device or a towel, not so many towels anymore, but a hand-blowing device. Well, I'm not convinced that, that that's actually not spreading germs all over the place anyway. But if you've washed your hands properly, then it is. Yeah, but what if the, once you put your hand in the thing, the spray just blows stuff back onto your hand? And then you have to leave the bathroom by touching a door. I know. And then, of course, everything else that happens after, like if you put your hand in your pocket to pull out some money to buy a drink, then yes. that's got germs on it, and yes. you get your change back, that's yes. got germs on it. There's literally no point in washing your hands. doesn't mean I don't do it because then at least my own peace of mind says yes. Because the other thing too is like if you play in a band and then occasionally, like I have said to people, when the door is near, the, well, the male bathroom or the female bathroom hmm. is near, you're like, do you realise every man that just walked out of there just touched his penis? <laughs> Which means everyone in the whole venue has probably touched the penis at least once. Sometimes men just go into the bathroom just to adjust themselves. I've certainly been in venues where every person in the room has touched my penis. Yeah, but not when you're at work. 
No, no. I mean, over the course of time. Yes. Yeah. And over the course of some time, not like a week, yeah. I mean, like a few months. <laughs> and it depends how busy the gig is. It's the six degrees of Matt's penis separation. <laughs> I'll give you bacon number. Oh. <laughs> well, is that your pork number? It's my sausage number. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. My pork sausage number. Stop it. What are we doing here? How's this happened? This is common for us. Is it? Yeah. The devolution of our conversation mm. to sausages. Apparently the sausages on Saturday were really good. Uh, they were. And well done, Richie, if you listen to this, for being a good barbecue server. Yeah, he was good. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was texting people across the room. Come get Just your sausage. Saying, sausage? <laughs> What a lovely man. <laughs> yeah, he's a character. He's a character. Mm. Um, so let's just let everyone know what's happening for the next week or so. Yes, uh, I'm Sunday, interested myself. Okay, well, I'm going to let you know what you're doing as of Sunday. You'll okay. be getting on an airplane and you'll be going to your childhood home in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Right, And then a few days after that, you're going to meet up with me, mm-hmm. Steve, and his lovely wife, Amy. Oh, for that's, where, that's where we're recording the next episode of the podcast. We are. We're going to in, record in Bali. Oh, yes. Because I got up today and thought, I'm going to go to Dom's regret. But that's for this Thursday. What the fuck? I'm away for a week. I fucked up. What are we going to do? I figured we'd sort it out today. But I remember yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We actually had this conversation. Um, we will also, I'm going to take my fold-up collapsible guitar so that we can have a bit of a sing-song. Uh, I'm going to bring my traveler guitar. Great. And yep. we'll, uh, we can have a jam because the following Tuesday, we're going to do a live podcast slash original gig recording. I don't think we will record the original gig, just the podcast. Um, it might be amazing. The, at Long Play. Long Play, where we did our where first we did one. our first one. And we will be able to talk about uh, our trip to Bali, your trip to your uh, childhood home. And one of the things I think I will end up talking about is the things you can do in some countries and not in others. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like just light little fires on the side of the road like you can in Bali. Like everywhere there's like little smouldering, sweet-smelling fires of plastic and leaves and things. Do you remember that? You know that about Bali? Uh, I was like, I quite like it. There should be more fires just on the... Side yeah, of not burning plastic. Well, you know. We're not supposed to burn at all, are we? Well, not anything it's now. Bad for the, you know, and it's hot. I'm, I'm not buying that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a different here we go. Yeah. To the sugar one. True. Um, You're not buying that? No. Okay. I'm old enough to remember when we had incinerators, backyard incinerators. Oh, wow. Are that, is, and does that make me that old? Uh, I'm not incinerating that. <laughs> I grew up in... Oh, you grew up in the country. Yeah. We just have bonfires, mate. But oh, okay. it's October, so you can't burn off without a permit. Anyway. No. My, da- <laughs> my dad and my brother literally had three separate bonfires out in the country in the week leading up to the 1st of October because you can burn off before then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's good. 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 That's good. Um, that's a good way to wrap up this podcast. I need to have some Panadol because my headache's back. Oh, I've, had, I've had a headache all day. Sorry about that. Yeah, mate. no good. Um, thank you again for your work uh, with everyone for Reese's fundraiser. Um, it, the ripples of that day, I think, reached far further than uh, anyone could really appreciate on a day. Yeah, so great job. Good. Mm. Ripples. Good song. There we go. Yeah, thank you. I'll post a link. 
<laughs> oh, fuck, it's Wednesday. Uh, I'll post a link tomorrow. All right. Very good. <clears throat> Thanks, Matty. Thank you. Slider biscuits. <laughs> <sighs> Go on, Polly. Turn uh, the thing off. You want some crackers? Yeah. <laughs>